dead and gone. Heck at night, now in. But guess what? The same guy's still hosting the show. It is Ryan Hickey here with you on this Saturday morning. A very happy Saturday to you. A very happy weekend to you. And thank you for making us a part of your weekend. But where else? Right here on CBS Sports Radio. A very, very loaded show for you tonight. It's nice to have football. I mean, I get it. It doesn't count, right? It's preseason. Not going to overreact whatsoever. But it is nice to have games back on the screen. We got week zero in college football two weekends away. So, boy, oh, boy, we are rapidly, rapidly approaching some legitimate football coming to our screens sooner rather than later. And that's where I want to start. I want to start with the NFL. I want to start, you know, start with this upcoming season in the sense of pressure. Which quarterback has the most pressure on them to succeed this season? I think for me, it's obvious. I think the quarterback with the most pressure on him this season, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers or the New York Jets because I think this year for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, anything less than a Super Bowl, it's a failure. Anything short of putting that second ring on his finger and giving the Jets and their long-suffering fans their first Super Bowl championship since 1969, anything short of that, I think is a big-time failure here in year number one. And why I'm saying that, why I'm going down the path of Aaron Rodgers, the one with the most pressure on him of any quarterback this season, it's because of what we saw in Hard Knocks just this past week. By this point, I'm sure everyone has seen Hard Knocks. If not, you heard about it. And what you know is, from episode number one, it was basically an Aaron Rodgers love fest. All about how happy he is. All about, you know, how his teammates are are rallying around him. How great everything is. Everything was hunky-dory in Jetsland in episode number one. Primarily because they got their new signal caller. But when you look kind of past, or maybe even I should say look through... All the positives, all the happy-go-lucky moments, all the fluff moments, frankly, that were featured in the debut episode of this year's Hard Knocks, when you look past all that, that episode revealed that Aaron Rodgers has everything he needs to succeed. He's happy because he got everything he could not get in the last few years in Green Bay. If we we quickly go back to the last two to three years— of Aaron Rodgers' time in Green Bay with the Packers. They came up short. They never got to a Super Bowl, despite the fact that a lot of us thought they were going to get there. And there were a lot of excuses built in as to why Rodgers and co. couldn't get there. Right? He didn't have a second receiver. That was a big thing. He had Devonta Adams, but no other second receiver to take some pressure off or to, uh, to make plays. He's at times with a defense. Completely let him down. Could not get a stop. Could not get off the field. Were not reliable. He had situations where Matt LaFleur's decision-making was, we'll call it, questionable at best. Fourth and five, down by eight. Let's run the field goal unit out there against the Buccaneers back in 2021. Not the best idea whatsoever. And he did not have the power and say within the organization that you would think and assume a franchise quarterback had. So, and I'll be honest, I am in this group even a few years ago. I think I've wised up recently and changed my opinion, but I was definitely in this camp at one point in the in recent time defending Aaron Rodgers, blaming the Packers for not getting over the hump because of what they failed to do to put around Aaron Rodgers. 
But all of those excuses I just listed were realistic and legitimate excuses talked about over the last few years as to why the Packers never got even just back to a Super Bowl, let alone win the second one uh, under Aaron Rodgers' time there. And so when you look at what he didn't have in Green Bay, and now you fast forward to what he has in New York, he's got it all. He has everything he needs on paper in order to win a Super Bowl this year, which is why, to me, anything short of that, anything short of that is an absolute failure. Look at Hard Knocks. He's got the weapons he wants, and he's got the weapons he needs to succeed. You have the reigning offensive rookie of the year in Garrett Wilson, a guy who Rodgers compared to number 17, a.k.a. Devonta Adams, and showing shades already of his greatness. So this is a guy that is getting high praise, even though he's only year number two, and and the two quarterback wide receiver, they've only worked together for now a few months, being new teammates, but already Garrett Wilson is getting high praise and big-time compliments from his brand-new teammate in Rodgers. You have guys that you're friends with, right? Because we know with Rodgers, he is someone who needs to be insulated with friends. Sometimes he'll sacrifice better players in order to have his guys around his crew around him. And what did the Jets do? Signed Alan Lazard, signed Randall Cobb. Brought his guys from Green Bay now over to the Jets to make sure that Rodgers doesn't have the excuse of he doesn't feel comfortable, doesn't have his guys around him. So you got Garrett Wilson. You got your guys from Green Bay. You have an organization that has already been on the forefront of talking about how They are willing to do whatever it takes to win a Super Bowl. And Aaron Rodgers, to his credit, to his credit, in giving back $35 million and taking that massive pay cut in order for the Jets to be able to bring in extra talent and add to the team as they see fit going into the season, they have absolutely been on board of, hey, we'll do whatever it takes. We'll spend the money. We'll add to make sure this team is ready to go and in the best position possible to win a Super Bowl this year. So you got everything you need on offense to succeed. You have one of the best defenses in the league on your team. Now, when you look at the Jets last year, they didn't make the playoffs, right? And a lot of it was because of their quarterback situation that was in flux. But their defense last year, fourth in total defense, fourth in points per game allowed. They are legit. They are legit. So you got the defense you need to win. You got the weapons around you that you need to win. You got your friends that you need to feel comfortable with. You have say in the organization. I mean, did you watch on on Tuesday night? Everyone in that organization, players, coaches, executives, bowing down, genuflecting to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Woody Johnson is about to give him a hug and say, thank you. You are saving me. Aaron Rodgers runs that organization. He is getting the power that he did not have in Green Bay and getting the power that I think most franchise quarterbacks should be able to get. But he is saying now in personnel. He is saying decision-making. He is basically the offensive coordinator. Again, even Nathaniel Hackett. I think the reason why him and Nathaniel Hackett have such a strong relationship is because Rodgers talks, Hackett listens. He doesn't push back. He doesn't question. He doesn't say no. Aaron talks. Hackett executes. I want to run this. You got it, Aaron. I want this guy uh, playing more. You got it, Aaron. Whatever Aaron Rodgers wants, Nathaniel Hackett is there to placate and say, yes, uh, yes, Aaron, you got it, Aaron. No problem, Aaron. That's the only time the word no, I'm sure, is used in Hackett's lexicon when talking to Rodgers is, 
no, not no in general, no problem. That's it. So Rodgers is basically the assistant GM for the Jets. He is the offense coordinator. And he is someone now who has all the pieces you need in order to win a Super Bowl. So you look at hard knocks on Tuesday night. Yeah, it's a love fest. Yeah, we could do without all of these fluff pieces and all the fairy tales and conveniently ignore a lot of the turbulence that happened this offseason and turbulence that happened in Green Bay that led to his trade in the first place. But when you look past all that joy, see what's going on here. See that for the first time in a long time, now number eight has everything he needs in order to win a Super Bowl. There is no excuse. There is no excuse whatsoever. Which is why for me, looking at this year, anything short of a Super Bowl victory for the Jets is a failure. They brought Aaron Rodgers in to win a Super Bowl. Not to end the longest playoff drought currently right now in the NFL. They've not been in the playoffs since 2010. That's not what they brought him in here for. You could have brought Derek Carr in for a whole lot less money to do the same thing if you just want to get to the playoffs. They didn't bring Rodgers in to win a playoff game. You're not bringing a 39-year-old quarterback in with a young roster to just win a playoff game. You are bringing him in to be the finishing piece, to win a Super Bowl. I think anything short of that should be and will be considered a failure. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. At Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three on Twitter. If you think there is a quarterback under more pressure this season than Aaron Rodgers, let me know who and why. I want to know who, because honestly, I've looked around, I've done the math, I've thought about it long and hard, I've taken laps, that's one of my things here. When I'm stuck or I'm trying to figure out, is this really the best argument I can make? Walking, honestly. Best thing I do, I've walked on it, I've thought about it. There is not a quarterback in the league this year with more pressure on him than Aaron Rodgers to succeed. 855-212-4227. Again, at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three on Twitter. Dustin is leading us off in Texas. What's up, Dustin? What's up, man? Dustin calling from Texas. Yeah, man, I'm talking about, uh, you're talking about football player under pressure. Uh, I'm going to have to say Dak Prescott of my Dallas Cowboys. You know, they pressure him every year, you know. I mean, he's, I mean, they put him in when he's injured, and they put him in when he's not injured. He always gets hurt. But honestly, kudos to Aaron Rodgers for going from Green Bay to New York because New York deserves a championship. I mean, the last time they had a Super Bowl win was Joe Namath. Yeah. And that's in the history books, you know. But, you know, they say history can be redone. So, you no, know. you're right about that. New, Dustin, really quick question York, for you. When it comes to pressure with Dak Prescott, what are your uh, expectations for Dak this year? Man, I really, honestly, hurt or not, I mean, Dak needs to run the ball, needs to stay in the pocket. I mean, that's all he does is run that ball. I mean, he needs to throw the ball a little bit more. Stop running the ball. Stop running the pocket. You're not Johnny Football. All right? You're Dak Prescott. You know, that's it. You know, and, and the thing is, there was always talk about, you know, Johnny Manziel going to Dallas. I mean, Johnny football was in Dallas. Johnny football would have gave Dallas two championships already. All right. That's but, but you know. 
right, we'll, we'll, we'll end it there. There's no chance. I'm sure you watch the Johnny Football Dockers while you're bringing them up. There is, there is zero chance. I will say that right now. There is zero chance the Cowboys are any closer to a championship with Johnny Manziel compared to Dak Prescott. But here's the thing with Dak Prescott. There's two things with Dak Prescott. When, when it comes to pressure, I think it's less on him than Aaron Rodgers. Number one, Jerry loves him. Right? Jerry loves him. He's not going to move off of him. Dak is not fighting for his job this year. Again, Aaron Rodgers is not. But Dak Prescott is, is safe going forward. That's number one. But number two, the big one is this. We know what Dak Prescott is. Like The reason why I am putting a Super Bowl or bust moniker on the Jets is because we have seen Aaron Rodgers win a Super Bowl before. We know he is capable with his four MVPs of being the best quarterback in the NFL. It's not outrageous. It's not unfair for me to expect Rodgers to win another Super Bowl because we've seen him do it before already. We have never seen Dak play well in a big game. The best playoff moment he's ever had was probably last year against an 8-9 Bucks team, in which he played really well, then fouled that up, but with a stinker, with an egg, laying a total egg in San Francisco against the 49ers for the second year in a row. Putting pressure on Dak, putting expecting him to make the NFC title game is unrealistic. So that's why, to me, there's not as much pressure on Dak compared to Rodgers. The bar is way lower because if you're asking or expecting Dak Prescott to win a Super Bowl, you are asking him to do something we know he can't do. We have seen enough tape of Dak. Dak is, for lack of a better term, basically a Kirk Cousins, a more popular Kirk Cousins. Solid in the regular season, will get you to the playoffs most years, but when it comes to winning that big game in January, can't get the job done. And asking Kirk Cousins, or expecting, I should say, Kirk Cousins to win a Super Bowl just like expecting Dak Prescott to win a Super Bowl is unfair. It's unrealistic because we never see him do it before. We've seen Rodgers at least do it before. Not though, you know, not Dak and not Kirk. We're asking Aaron to do something that he has done before, but has also come close to doing and has choked away beforehand. He needs to come up through, uh, come through here. And deliver the Jets a Super Bowl. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. 855-212-4227. Let's keep this conversation going at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. If you think there is a quarterback under more pressure than Aaron Rodgers in 2023, let me know. 855-212-4227. We'll get your thoughts. And also when we return, is it already time? We just talked a lot about the Jets. But is it already time? start panicking about how the Jets will play this year. I want to play you something. I'll play a clip from what something that Corey Davis said after a joint practice between him and the Panthers that if you are someone expecting big things from the Jets, oh, you might be concerned. We'll play that when we do return. It is Ryan Hickey here, Hick at Night, right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Hick at Night with Ryan Hickey. Very excited. We have, in 20 minutes from now, the debut of a brand new segment. It is called Takeoff. If you are a dedicated CBS Sports Radio listener, which hopefully you are, that means you are familiar with the Smack Off on the Jim Rome Show. Right, the Smack Off is where callers call in, talk smack to each other. The guy with you know the, the best riff wins money. Not giving away money. I'm sorry I'm broke. But I'm ripping off that idea. And calling it and uh, calling this new segment in 20 minutes, we're debuting takeoff. Meaning, 
I want your hottest take for this upcoming NFL season. I have a few I'm going to give you in 20 minutes or so, but I want your hottest take on this NFL season that you think is going to be true. You think that will actually come to fruition. People are calling you crazy now if you say the Cardinals are going to the playoffs, but you truly believe that when it's all said and done, the Cardinals will be one of the seven playoff teams. God bless you. I want to hear your reasoning, but I want to hear it. And I figured this would be kind of fun keep keep a little bit of scoreboard here. So what we're going to do is we'll kick it off tonight. 20 minutes, again, takeoff, debuting, 20 minutes from now. Your hottest take you think will come to fruition this NFL season. We can get it this show. We'll get it next show. Every show I'm on here leading up to the NFL season, that's when we'll close the door when the NFL season is officially underway. Where we'll keep track throughout the entire year. Who's still on the leaderboard? Whose take is still alive? Who's eliminated? So it will be tracked throughout the entirety of the 2023 NFL season. So you got a juicy take. You got a take that no one's giving you credit for or no one wants to listen to. You think that while everyone's calling you crazy now, you'll be right in, let's say, December or January. I want to hear it. 855-212-4227. We'll do that in 20 minutes or so for now. We're talking about a lot with Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets. And Hard Knocks, if you watch it on Tuesday, you saw a lot of excitement. You saw a lot of positivity between Rodgers, his new teammates, the organization, especially the fans. A lot to feel good about. Expectations are high going into the season with his brand new team. I am not a believer in the Jets. I don't think they're making the playoffs. I don't think this is going to come together quickly and is going to result in all of a sudden this gangbusters year in one of the toughest divisions in the NFL and result in them going to the playoffs. I think they are missing the playoffs. And one area that is already starting to prove me right came from the mouth of Corey Davis. Because again, training camp is going well. Preseason's going well. Aaron Rodgers is at OTAs. Everything you hear coming out of Jets line has been positive, positive, positive. Look how great Aaron has been. But now... Now that you're actually going against other teams. Now that the, we'll say, quote-unquote, real bullets are flying. I know it's still the preseason. I understand it, but you get my point. This is now starting to get more live when the Jets had joint practices this week against the um, against the Panthers. So now you're finally starting to play real opponents. Things are starting to become a little concerning. Take a listen to Corey Davis. Corey Davis is asked about the patience Aaron Rodgers has showed, and if that could start to wane pretty quickly. We've seen Rodgers in recent years get frustrated with younger players, not get on the same page with them very quickly, take a long time to get the offense rolling in the in the way he wants. And so I don't think now going to a new team, I get Hackett is there, I get Alan Lazard is there, Randall Cobb is there. There are some familiar pieces um, that are on the Jets this year. I get that. I don't think that all of a sudden he's building this chemistry with this brand new offense and all of a sudden, you know, going to hit the ground running here and have a lot of success. I don't think that's happening. And I think what Corey Davis just talked about, the patience now starting to wane. The frustration starting to show. The honeymoon phase ending. Now this is when stuff gets real. And when you know what gets real, that's when I think the Jets are going to crumble. We saw last year. Rodgers on Pat McAfee show. 
talking to Pat about how we, they got to bench the young receivers because they don't know what the hell they're doing. When you know what hits the fan, Rodgers starts to panic. He starts to do what? Blame others. That's where I think this is going to get ugly in here. Already, I would say if I'm a Jets fan, big expectations. Concerns should be already starting to set in when after the first joint practice, before even a preseason game has been played in which he's on the field, you are already now getting, yeah, Aaron's starting to get a little frustrated. Things maybe now are, you know, not as hunky-dory as they've seen before. I would be concerned if I was a Jets fan. And again, I don't think that they're a team that's going to make the playoffs. But just because I don't think that they are going to make the playoffs doesn't mean that expectations aren't high. They are. The Jets brought Rodgers in to win a Super Bowl. And if you watch Hard Knocks on Tuesday night, you saw Rodgers has everything he wanted desperately the last few years in Green Bay, but did not get. He wanted control over the roster. The Packers did not allow it. He wanted say in the play calling, did not get it. Wanted a second receiver. Obviously, we know instead of doing that, they drafted quarterbacks, defensive players. Did not do so. Everything he did not have in Green Bay, he now has in New York. Which is why, for me, I think Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback under the most pressure here in 2023 because it's Super Bowl or bust. With his age as well, 39 years old, the window is short. Every year matters. Super Bowl or bust. Anything short of a Lombardi Trophy this year for the Jets, to me, should be considered a failure. How about yourself here? Is Aaron Rodgers the quarterback under the most pressure in 2023? 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. At Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three uh, on Twitter as well. Joe is calling from Buffalo. What's up, Joe? Hey, um, I agree with what a lot of you said. Uh, a lot of what you said about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm from Buffalo. I'm a Bills fan. I don't think that they're going to be too great. One thing that no one's mentioning at all is uh, the one quarterback who you could say is you could argue maybe as equal amount of pressure as Aaron Rodgers is uh, Russell Wilson. Weren't they supposed to make a quick turnaround last year? I mean, they went seven and seven with Teddy Bridgewater and were just atrocious last year. And I mean, I it, like I'm, if you look at Aaron Rodgers, I don't see why they, you know, let me ask you this: do anything crazy this year? I'll try to make my point by asking this simple question, Joe. What are your expectations for the Broncos and Russell Wilson this year? Uh, maybe, maybe nine wins this year. So like, that's my point, Joe. Is that like expectations are very low? Not a lot of people are expecting a lot out of Russell Wilson. I think a lot of people, and I was one of them. I picked the Broncos to win the Super Bowl last year, so I. I was the leader of the bandwagon, and that crumbled miserably and disintegrated in front of our eyes fast. But I think a lot of people mm-hmm. bought into the Broncos last year, got burned, are not going back. So I don't, that part of the reason why I think Russell Wilson has actually less pressure this year is in part because he was so bad last year that expectations are so low that unless he plays similarly um, this year as he did last year, I don't think a lot of people are going to be expecting a lot from Russell Wilson. I think a lot of people are already kind of uh, accepted the conclusion that they think the Russell Wilson we saw the last few years in Seattle is not coming back again. Yeah, the AFC is loaded this year, too. So, Oh, it is. It is, Joe. I appreciate the call, buddy. But that's the thing with Russ is like, I think part of, white, part of pressure is expectations. It's hard to have high am- amount of pressure on you if people are not expecting a lot. And especially, too, Maybe this is part of Sean Payton's ploy. And maybe he knew what he was doing a few weeks ago when he called out Nathaniel Hackett and 
kind of went on that little um, rant about how bad the team was last year from a coaching perspective, maybe that was in part to put attention on him and away from his quarterback. Absolutely could be um, could be a possibility there. Glenn is calling from Toronto. What's up, Glenn? Hey, how you doing tonight? What's up, man? Well, first, I, I have two quarterbacks, just quickly on Russell Wilson. I think um, what his coach said about the coaching from last year, I think that puts more pressure on Russell because it basically blaming all the troubles on, on the coach and the systems and blah, blah, blah. So, and I, when you say expectations, people I'm talking to are saying that they're going to definitely be a, a playoff team. I don't see it. I think Russell's at the end of the, the rope. And the reason he's got a lot of pressure, if he plays anywhere close to last year, he's going to be the highest paid backup there is in the league. He's going to be done. So there's a lot of personal pressure on him. And then the other one is, I'm surprised the fellow from Buffalo didn't mention this, I think it's Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen started last year like an MVP. And then he started making all these stupid uh, red zone interceptions, yeah. bad plays. Uh, but it wasn't just red zone. And every game, though, so i got to stop doing this. i got to stop doing this. He's got his number one receiver not happy how they played him in the playoffs. They lost to the Bengals at home. And the thing about Buffalo is their window's getting smaller, mainly because the other teams are all getting better. And uh, I really think he's got a ton of pressure on him this year, uh, more than – than our friend with the Jets because I don't expect much from him at all. I don't know why he, I, like, I, I think they'll make the playoffs because they got a great defense, but um, I'm not really expecting a lot there at all. And I think Allen, he's, they, they, they gotta, they gotta win this year. I really believe the Bills have to win. They're, they're a favorite by a lot of people. And if they don't win this year, I think uh, there's going to be a lot of naysayers against him. And so I think he's got the most pressure. I hear you, Glenn. I appreciate the call, buddy. This is why I think, for me, still, Aaron Rodgers is more pressure than even Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's up there for sure, and a lot of what you said is right. But here's why, for me, it's still Aaron Rodgers. Two reasons. Number one, um, I think Josh Allen still has a few built-in excuses left. I get it. You're right last year. Red zone turnovers are on Josh Allen inexcusable. But here's a fact for the Bills, and part of the reason why they have taken a step back and have allowed a team like the Bengals to surpass them and the Chiefs to widen the gap, I think. Part of it is... There is too much reliance on Josh Allen. That Buffalo Bills offense is truly only Josh Allen. Running the ball, throwing the ball, making plays, making chicken salad out of chicken, you know what. He is asked to do it all. I think they're too reliant on Josh Allen to make too many plays where part of the reason why there's a, such a high turnover um, percentage and why he's making some boneheaded mistakes is he's trying to do too much. I think he's trying to do too much. And I think if you are, when it comes to 2023, you can blame Ken Dorsey in the play calling. You can even blame, I think, Sean McDermott. I think we'll start to kind of face some heat here. Buffalo has another early eggs in the postseason. But I think there are a few built-in excuses where you could say, hey, it's not all on Josh Allen. Where I think I look at the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, I can absolutely say it's on Rodgers. It is absolutely on Rodgers. He has everything he needs where if there is, if the Jets don't make the playoffs or have an early exit, it's on him. It's on number eight. I can't really look around and point to someone else to blame because it's on the quarterback because he has everything he truly wants going into the season. I think you have a few other areas you can kind of point to. No running game from the running backs. Asked to do too much. Questionable play calling. I think Allen has some built-in excuses, but also... The age of Allen, I think, reduces the pressure a little bit from him as well, where, look, 
I don't think the window is closing. I, I think it's the thing. Look, the window is open for a lot of these young quarterbacks for as long as they are there. Joe Burrow said this last year. The window in Cincinnati is open for as long as he's a quarterback. That is the case for the Chiefs. That's the case for the Bengals. That's the case for the Bills. The window for the Bills to be Super Bowl contenders is as long as Josh Allen is there. Now, again, are they moving back in the pecking order of the AFC? Absolutely. They're not going in the right direction. But they are still a Super Bowl contender and will be as long as Allen is still playing at a high level and on the team and healthy. So, yes, everyone was picking them last year. I've never seen a, a bigger consensus nationally from people picking the same team to win the Super Bowl as people picked Buffalo last year. And that's a major disappointment because obviously and they got schooled at home by the Bengals even the week before that against the Dolphins. It was pretty, it was a tough showing. It was pretty ugly, even in a win. But even with that said, again, it's one of those where as long as Allen is healthy, so 27, 28 years old, you're still going to be in it. May not be the team to beat, but you're still going to be in the mix, in the conversation, as long as Allen is your quarterback. So I don't think the window is shrinking and or closing, but time is ticking. That's what I would use to say. Time is ticking compared to the window is shrinking. All right, so 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. You can tweet me at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. We'll continue to get your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers here, but I'm ex- very excited here. The debut of a brand new segment coming up next. Takeoff. What is your hottest 2023 NFL take that you think will come to fruition this year? This is your chance to call your shot before the regular season starts. What is the prediction your friends are calling you crazy for, but you know deep down I'll be in the last laugh come January, come December when I am right. Giving you that opportunity right now on CBS Sports Radio to call your shot, 855-212-4227. You can also tweet at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. I got a few hot takes I will give you when we do return. It is Hickey Night with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Ryan Hickey. It's Hick at Night with Ryan Hickey. You heard the man. It is Ryan Hickey. Hick at Night with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Call your shot. We are stealing, in a way, from Jim Rome's smack off here. We are doing the takeoff. Who is going to have the spiciest? The hottest, the craziest take that at the end of the season will come true. We are keeping receipts. We are making sure these calls, these tweets are being documented, bookmarked to make fun of you if they ultimately come crashing and burning down. But give you your respect you deserve if you call your shot now and something crazy and it comes to fruition. So I will go first here. We got a few tweets, got a few calls. We'll continue to do this throughout the entirety of the show. We want to introduce, you know, the nice little sounds now as we do go. I'll give you three takes to right away to start here, and we'll sprinkle a few in throughout the show as we go on here. Number one, both the Browns and the Broncos, I think, are making the playoffs this year. I think we're going to see, ooh, sizzling hot. Okay, we'll take it. I think we're seeing bounce backs from Russell Wilson. And also Deshaun Watson. Both had horrendous 2022 seasons for different reasons. But I'm in on the talent on both teams, um, especially in Cleveland. They got a loaded roster. I do think Deshaun Watson is going to bounce back to form 
um, the old Deshaun Watson that we kind of saw with Houston, where he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And that will kind of come back to like this year. And I am believing in a Russell Wilson turnaround in large part because of Sean Payton. Sean Payton is the exact perfect coach Russ needs. Hold him in line and kind of get his game back. He's not cooked. He's not washed. He's got a lot of talent and a lot of games still left. We'll see it this year. Broncos a playoff team. Browns a playoff team. There's take number one. Take two. Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the NFC South. I am believing in Baker Mayfield. I like the talent. Swing and a miss. They got Chris Godwin. They got Mike Evans. Solid defense. And I'm buying into Baker Mayfield that for the first time in a few years now, he has a full off season with the same team. He's able to develop chemistry with his new teammates. I think it's going to, and he's also healthy. That's going to think lead us to see the best Baker's been since 2020. Remember, 2020, right? Baker led the Browns to the playoffs, won a playoff game. 2021, hurt his shoulder week two, never the same. His play suffered because of that injury. Even though he tried to play through it, he got punished for it. 2022, traded to the Panthers like a week before training camp starts. Barely knew the playbook. Barely built any chemistry with his new teammates. Then, signs of the Rams... Dropped right in there. No time to build chemistry or develop any sort of continuity. Now in Tampa, he has time to build chemistry, build relationships. That will lead in a weak division to the Bucs repeating as division champs. And finally, big year for Jared Goff coming. Top five MVP finish for the Lions quarterback this year. That's all I got. I'm buying in. I like the finish he had last year. I think it's going to carry over this year. His offense coordinator's back. A lot of weapons on offense. I am buying into the Lions. In large parks, I'm buying into Jared Goff having a big-time season. So, it's a takeoff on Hank and Knight right here on CBS Sports Radio, given the spiciest, hottest takes that I think will come true here in, uh, in 2023. Browns and Broncos making the playoffs. Bucks winning the NFC South. Jared Goff, top five MVP. How about yourself? 855-212-4227 at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three. Mike is calling from upstate New York. Hello, Mike. Hello. How are you? Good, buddy. What's going on, man? Hey, I got three or four quick takes. Number one, Josh Allen's going to be the MVP of the NFL. He's not going to throw more than... He's not going to throw more than six interceptions. That's a hot take. Okay. What's it? Josh okay. Allen, less than six picks. Less than six picks. He's going to win the MVP of the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Are going to struggle. What do you mean by struggle they're gonna, here? They're going to struggle this year. They're not going to win their division. Okay. I look for I look for Denver to win that division. Wow. I thought I was high in Denver. Okay. Number three, I look at the Pittsburgh Steelers to win their division. Fired off these takes. That's a big stretch. That's what you got, Mike? So those are the three? What's that? That's what we got, those three? Those three I got. Steelers winning the AFC North. We're writing it down. Chiefs winning the, uh, won't win, excuse me, AFC West. And Josh Allen, less than six picks. 
Spicy. And he wins the MVP of the NFL and the MVP of the Super Bowl. All right. All right. I like it, Mike. Well, that the, the MVP is a little less, again, hot takey. Josh Allen is still a really good quarterback and has top five odds. So we'll leave that one out. You can call your shot on that one, but I'm not going to put that in terms of a hot take category. Um, but Steelers win the AFC North. Don't see that coming. I think they're finishing last place. Chiefs won't uh, won't win in the AFC West. I would be shocked that doesn't happen. But I like it. I like Mike going out on them. That's the stuff we're talking about here, folks. That is what we want. Wager. I hope I said that right. Wager is calling from Arkansas. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man, Ryan? I like it, man. I listen to you all the time at night. I work 12-hour shifts at night. You're Holy great. Smokes. Oh, well, thank you, Wager. Hopefully we get you make those shifts a little more enjoyable. What we got here? <laughs> what, what take are we, uh, you feeling for this year? So, I know you know this, but the Rams were trying to trade Stafford before the season started. Right. I think Stafford ends up on a contender when a quarterback goes down late. Hmm. And leads the team deep into the playoffs. I don't know which uh, one, but I can see Miami. I can see the Jets. And, you know, they can always make money work, at least for a year or two. Contender goes down, quarterback goes down, Stafford shows up and saves the day. All right. I like it, Wager. I appreciate it, buddy. Matthew Stafford traded midseason and not only traded, leads his new team. Deep into the playoffs. I like it. I like it. Chris is in Miami. What's up, Chris? Hey, how you doing, Ryan? Good, man. Um, What's so on your mind, buddy? I'm going to um, give you uh, my takes. Um, Dolphins are going to win the AFC. Is that a hot take, Chris? Uh, I feel like it's a popular take. Luke yeah, Warren will say. Cowboys are going to win the NFC championship. They're going to be. Oh, the now we're t- Cowboys winning the NFC. Now we're talking. Dak Prescott is going to be the MVP. Wow. And the coach of the year is going to be um, the guy from the Jets, Sala. Roberts, Robert Sala. All right. So we got Cowboys winning NFC. Dak wins the MVP. Appreciate the call, Chris. Robert Sala, coach of the year. Pete on Long Island. What's up, Pete? How are you doing, my friend? Great show. Thanks, man. What's on your mind here? I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock your first segment a little bit. I'm gonna oh. we did that whole thing you did with Rogers. You know, I didn't know if you were being sarcastic at first or if you were being serious. I'm dead but, serious, Pete. Come on. I put the four things that you mentioned. Almost, you know, he surrounded himself with, uh, you know, his his guys. And yeah, there was guys that he brought him in. And you can't blame him for that. And uh, you know, it's him. He's four time Pro Bowl lawyer. But you have to remember, I'll give you four reasons why none of what you said is gonna happen. All right, give, well, on. Let's worry about the take first because we're running out of time. Give me your right, hot we'll takes take for the 2023 first. We'll do the take first. My man, my man Jones in, in New York, the other New York team. Daniel the other Jones. New York team that plays in the state. NFC Championship game. Flip a coin in that game. Giants go to the NFC Championship game. And, and Isaiah, my receiver, my favorite receiver on that team, is a top three receiver in the NFC. Isaiah Hodgins. Holy cow. Yes, my man. You mark my words. Uh, I'm writing it down, Pete. I am writing it down. All right. Wow. Is he your brother now, or something? Let me go back to the Jets real quick, and then I'm going to hang up. <laughs> all, four, all four things you said, all surrounding himself and Super Bowl or bust. You have to remember something. The four things you give me, I'm going to give you four back. He plays for the Jets. He plays for the Jets. <laughs> he plays for the Jets. Let me guess the fourth Jets. one. He plays for the Jets. I love you, kid. Have a good night. Pete, thanks, buddy. Really fast here. Allen in Atlanta. Hot take. Allen, what is it? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I love the Giants take. Huge Giants fan as well. 
The Giants are back, baby. Uh, one of my hot takes is that Daniel Jones will be the most improved player of the year. He's okay. been consistently getting better the past few years. One of the biggest issues was he wasn't protecting the ball. He's been doing that for the last three years. He's going to have his second year with this offense system. He's going to do his thing. We got to run there. Just, unfortunately, had to get you from the buzzer. Sorry about that, Alan. You heard the music sounding. That's all we got um, for at least the hour. But keep on calling here, 855-212-4227. We'll continue to do the takeoff. Your hottest 2023 NFL takes this season. We will continue to document them and hold you accountable. When we return, how many teams in the NFL are a lock to make the playoffs? I'll tell you. It's Ryan again, CBS Sports Radio.